0: cold pizza my name is rusty and i'm a pastor here at christ and lord church in dayton ohio this is our weekly podcast where we take the opportunity to squeeze out every last bit we can from the proclamation of god's word on sunday it's our chance to sit down with the creature and tackle any further questions applications or other bits of leftover crust that you on that didn't make it into the main meal so grab a slice with us and join us with pastor matt hey what's up this week's sermon was titled "A Change of Address" from Hebrews seven eleven through nineteen, and it was pretty simple point wise. It was really just kind of, well, in one sense, two sides of a coin. But the way you take it, two different ways to live. And so we have the imperfection of the inferior priesthood, the perfection of the superior priesthood, and then really, actually, truly understanding what it means in the new covenant to see then the perfection that Christ's priesthood gives us.
1: Yeah yeah it was uh it was pretty straightforward um and uh but to kind of get at the the application side of it um that's where I brought in the w where well, you're gonna live this way or you can live that way and because ultimately that's what Hebrews is after here this is not just a theological treatise on um The priesthood of the old covenant and the priesthood of the new, but it's it's a theological treatise towards an end, and the end then is these people's lives. Yeah, that's 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 his point. I I want you to persevere. You won't persevere if you still live under the uh, the old covenant priesthood when the new covenant priesthood has come. Yeah, this is foolish.
0: This is all the outworkings of those warnings that we spent time on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: No, I think that's a good way to to picture it on something that can be and seem a little esoteric. Uh, it's kind of like we were talking uh, in one of our uh, staff meetings earlier. It's like it might seem complicated or intricate, but it's kind of like looking at a at a blueprint and recognizing all the dimensions, materials, and you go, well, still, it's just it's just a house. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> we don't. Oh it, man. It, it is complicated in a sense because it, it's important. I mean, yeah. you think about the law as a reflection of Christ's char- God's character. Yeah. But it's also this is just how you worship.
1: Yeah. I, you know, it's it's such a struggle I think sometimes in preaching, particularly for for me who is and I know some people disagree with me on this, but I I'm a rather simple-minded person. Um <laughs> I at least I that's how I envision myself. And maybe some of you are like, yeah, right. Baloney. Um i mean at the end of the day i want to know like what just give me the bottom line yeah um but what i've learned is that you you're gonna more fully understand the bottom line mm-hmm. if you take the time to understand some of the intricacies on your way to the bottom line mm-hmm. and so that's why you like hear in my in my preaching sometimes i'll say hey look if that lost you don't worry about it just hang with me what, what I'm doing there is I'm telling you, like, I'm three layers down. Don't lose sight of the top layer. Mm-hmm. And I really just want you to see the second layer. But I know that there's some people who can hang with me in the third layer, and I want to give them something to chew on too. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in the third layer and I'm losing you, then that's okay. Just stay with me in the second layer. But neither of you can lose sight of the first layer. Yeah,
0: well, just remember that the overall direction we're going is down.
1: Yeah. So don't don't go up. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So so like in this situation, I could have simply told you. I mean, here is the very straightforward simple point. The Old Testament priesthood was temporary and only dealt with the external. It could not change your heart. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes and his priesthood is permanent, it's eternal, and it can change your heart. It does change your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what's needed to make you righteous. And at peace with God so that you can live eternally with Him. That's all this passage is saying. So that's that's layer one. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you can hang in layer two mm-hmm. and layer three or layer four, well, then how much more beautiful and how much more will you appreciate layer one? So back to your house blueprint. It's it's great. You can walk up and go, Wow, that's a house, and I appreciate that house. Mm-hmm. And 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 anyone, you walk into a nice house that looks feels sturdy it feels put together it has good bones it yeah it, it like looks it looks good you know um like it's it, it you know it comes across to you as like wow that's 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 cool that's a it's a house it's where i go live but if but if you understand maybe that next layer down that w- what it takes to to keep that place warm and hot or and and cold during the summer and the intricacies of heating and air conditioning, or you understand the, the details on the blueprint about why this stud has to be facing this way, uh, like without getting into too much detail here, but when you're framing out a, a wall that's going to adjoin another wall, you can't just put your studs every 16 inches on one wall and then start a new wall wherever you want to, Because if you do that and you go to put your drywall on those two walls and go up into the corner, you got to have something for your drywall to screw into when you put your drywall up in the corner. So you have to have a bunch of extra studs just so that you have something to screw your drywall. So you're not, you can walk in and go, wow, that's a nice paint job. But someone who understands the blueprints understands, wow, someone did a good framing job underneath All of that drywall, thats hang on, hang on, that's underneath all of that mud, that's underneath that paint. Yeah. Now, see, that's why you have different contractors, though, because it's not
0: my problem. (laughs) It's the drywall guy's problem.
1: But here's, that is true. But you... That's the American education system. (laughs) Like, that is. Like, let's just contract everything out instead of Uh being holistically deep, well-rounded, robust thinkers. Well, you know, we have two guys in our church that... When they look at a house, they're involved in building every aspect, they don't do a lot of it personally themselves. They're dealing with contractors, but they have to know enough to make sure that contractor does their job. Yeah. Well, so when they walk into a house, that uh, you know, they walk into more than just a house. Is my point. Well, so that was going to be the other thing I said is like typically
0: on the difficulty side, we get the complaints from the gentleman and dudes. I love you. But at the same time, you're the guys who look at a car and be like, this baby's got a 7.8 liter Hemi with all his other stuff. Or your firearms and the caliber and, and all the other attachments and stuff. And be like, no, it's a gun. It's a car. And my car won't work. So
1: Exactly.
0: Make it go. Right? <laughs> so if you can do it there, you can do it over here. You can do it here. We're just talking about dudes in robes sacrificing animals. <laughs>
1: So, well, th- so there's my my plea of saying, in one sense, it is just a house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or it's still a house, and that's cool. But y- if that's all you're going to put into the investment, then that's all you're going to enjoy. Well, and it's interesting because you bring up, uh, I I missed the very intro, but you bring up
0: like the aspect of of uh, feelings. What's what are we looking for in that drawing near to God component? Like. How do I know that I'm feeling enough and everything, right? And and learning these deeper intricacies of what the Lord has done in the Word does spur us on to deeper worship.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's definitely going to help in that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Uh, That was a fun introduction. Um, Getting into some of the meat of what we want to tackle, um, I I really like this statement. It was early on, and I think for me, helps really frame what we're tackling. So amidst maybe the intricacies of law and uh, priesthood and stuff like that, you said at the beginning that any turn back to the law is a rejection of the only one who can deal with the internal. Yeah. So it is as simple as saying, yes, Jesus is forever, and it is internal. But recognizing that turning back, looking back at, at you know Sodom, as Lot's wife did, is a rejection of the only one who can deal with what's actually going on inside. We've talked about that some in the whole aspect of um, blaspheming the Holy Spirit and missing the fact that all of this stuff that uh, we need, we think we can do on our own, but then when we reject the Holy Spirit, when we reject God's Word, we're actually throwing away the only life preserver that can help us float, Mm -hmm. and there's there's nothing left.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and the the th- the thrust there is um the 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 only hope we have for God to to be in the presence of God and draw near to God is that we be made internally right. Mm-hmm. Um that we be given a new heart that loves and esteem's God as he is due. <clears throat> the that that's the only way to live and to be right with god to go to heaven all that and and beyond every other option is necessarily external Every other option, nothing else can deal with the internal. As much as our world even wants to talk about what are your motives and what are you intending or how are you feeling or how do you identify inside or <laughs> all of that garbage, it, no, as much as they think they are trying to fix the inside, mm-hmm. um, of course now we're just saying the inside is right no matter what and we'll just fix the outside to match the inside. So we've we've kind of gone another another step beyond the insanity of the first step. Mm-hmm. But every other step is necessarily a an external fix, mm-hmm. and so to turn away from Christ uh, or, or to turn away to the law or any law is to turn away from the only one who can deal with the internal. So th- it's a rejection.
0: Well, so in dealing with that kind of person who who does reject, or as we look really to ourselves and not to people who are trying to fix their you know private parts. Uh, one of those two ways to live is that the law is to say that the law is permanent and sufficient. And so what, what are some ways that we do that? What is, what are we practically saying when we do that? Uh, and how does, how does that really chase out?
1: Um, so to say that the law is permanent or, uh, and sufficient, um, would be like practically someone who lives thinking the external is all that really matters or that, that they can do righteous acts apart from God's gracious work in their heart. So, um, you know, in, in the Old Testament, there were really two groups of people. And then by the time we get to the New Testament, only one group of people is the prominent um uh, category or group of people on display. So it's it's really you have you have to read your Bible as a whole here and understand the whole narrative because that the two groups don't disappear by the time we get to the New Testament. It's just the airtime or the ink spill on the page is is given predominantly only to one group. Mm-hmm. So in the Old Testament, there's one group. Uh, there's there's two groups. One group is saying. We believe the law is temporary, and because it only deals with the physical, and it's pointing us to something that's going to deal with the internal—a
0: Messiah—a
1: Messiah—and that's how your Moses, your Abraham, and so it can be in the Hall of Faith. They can be redeemed, your Joshuas, because they believed that the the ceremonial law that only could cover over their sin. Uh, that could only draw them a bit near to God, they knew that something in the line of Melchizedek was going to come and that that was going to deal with them internally. So they had faith in God dealing with their internal need to rectify them back to God. And so for them, as they enacted the sacrificial system, they're doing it in the right way, knowing that this is just a shadow. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's not the full thing. It's just a representative of what's coming. So that's how they're by faith doing the act looking forward to the heart change. Mm-hmm. Okay? The other group is uh is thinking the law and it's covering over my physical reality uh is sufficient i don't really need anything inside i'm good to go on my own Mm. right so if i just check box all these laws the in a sense the the look of their faith stops there it stops with themselves so when they got to jeremiah 31 they'd be like what's this about a new heart exactly exactly i don't need a new heart i'm good Mm. and so that second group in the New Testament is who gets 95% of the airtime. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if the first group doesn't exist. We mm-hmm. know there were faith, still faithful Jews during that time, and those were the ones who end up getting redeemed in the New Testament. Yeah, It's just uh, Peter and James mm-hmm. and John uh, and Paul. Mm-hmm. That, that's the people that in the Old Testament would have been in group number two. Uh, it's just they end up, end up group number one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Group group number one. They're the ones that they they just end up getting the new label Christian mm-hmm. or followers of Jesus. But they're they're still Jews that were the ones who knew that that the law was just but a shadow. Mm-hmm. So, back to group one. Group one looks through the the law by faith, the sacrificial system, by faith to say there is something coming that will deal with my need of a new heart that loves God and treasures him above all else, that esteems him worthy of all. So they looked through uh, the law by faith to something that was to come, Mm -hmm. right? So for them, that's how their works could be counted as righteousness, right? Right? Well, that's just slightly different for us, but it's the same concept. So how do I know when I am walking in works of righteousness now? It's the same thing, except the direction we look is different. Mm -hmm. See, in group one, they looked through the law forward Mm -hmm. to faith in a coming Messiah. So they looked through their works of keeping the law and the covering over of their sins ahead to a coming person who can deal with their sin. You and I, if we're to avoid legalism, it's not avoiding good works, it's just where are we looking by faith when we do those good works? Mm-hmm. It is we look backwards to the cross and the resurrection. Mm-hmm. By faith, where we got our new heart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So they look forward through this law, going, "I'm going to get a new heart," mm-hmm. like the, the, that God's going to change me somehow. Mm-hmm. We look backwards and say, "That's where, that's where I get my, that's what seals the deal." Yeah. For my new heart. Mm-hmm. So I look through my works going backwards and say, these works that I'm doing just point to the works of my savior, Jesus Christ. So someone where they believe that the law is permanent and sufficient is someone who's going to, to do their quote unquote works of righteousness and their vision stops there. Mm. There's someone who's going to forget, Oh, Oh, but I only did this because of the righteousness of Christ that I've been given by mm-hmm. faith. It's someone who doesn't look through, like looking through a shadow. Yeah. So when I look through my works of righteousness, I should just see that, that my works of righteousness are in a sense a shadow of the greater reality that is Christ's righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't mean that like what I mean is that that righteousness in me is Christ's righteousness. But it but it is it is a, just a piece. It's just a a representative of all of the of the the beauty that is Christ's righteousness. And and I and I see that, but I have to look through it. Mm-hmm. So someone who believes that the that the law is enough, that the external is enough, I mean I, they might still look at like their motives they might still look at like well why did I do this you know but but the why has to be by faith Christs righteousness in me
0: mm-hmm.
1: so the question is does your vision like when you're thinking about practically like I when when I've done this act of this act of righteousness like it's okay to say you know hey good job matt but but the question is is how am I able to say good job Matt mm-hmm right there in my mind's process of thinking in my logic like in that cluster of thoughts needs to be gratitude thankfulness uh a remembering uh
0: yeah, i think that that's uh, an important component because there's a tendency in our culture to say that to to it's like a an overrealized uh total depravity and missing the whole point of the fact that you're no longer totally depraved in fact the things that you do now as a believer through the power of the holy spirit are righteous things yeah like absolutely in and of themselves because it's christ working through you yeah it's not just a reflection of christ's righteousness it's powered by his righteousness
1: yeah absolutely that's why i think was it last week when i preached or i don't know maybe this week before i talked about we, we we go to that passage in isaiah where all your righteousness are as filthy rags well but but the next verse uh, the verse right before it rather talks about how there's actually righteousness that god is pleased with yes that comes from us mm-hmm. well what is that righteousness well that is righteousness that we look through and see that its basis or its ground mm-hmm. is the righteousness of Jesus, yes. and it's true righteousness, it's good righteousness, and we should be thankful and we should boast in that. Mm-hmm. the The issue is, is do where do you think it came from? Mm-hmm. That that's that's what's going to catch you.
0: Well, and people try to put on this air of humility and say, "Well, everything that I do is stained by sin. Oh, everything that we can never have pure motives."
1: And, and oh, I think man. It, it discredits the righteousness and work of God. It does. It does. And just practically, the people I can think of in my head that I've I've heard that from are usually people who are trying to like slippery slime their way through sin that they don't want to be accountable for. <laughs> well, you know, we can we ever really do anything perfectly righteous? Well, maybe.
0: Yes, and <laughs> you could at least try. That would be nice,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, why are, so so then like uh, you know i I, was, I had this thought of like, well, like we need to ask ourselves, do these righteous things make me closer to God, like does it they draw near does it does it change my address
0: mm-hmm.
1: and here's the deal, if you are too busy thinking. My righteousness comes from the righteousness of Christ, then you will have no time to think that your righteousness is making you any more right with God.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's, that's uh,
1: man, walking with people all the time who struggle with like self-righteousness, uh, I mean and we all do, to some measure, some more than others. Um, listen, just get busy. Claiming and rehearsing the reality that your righteousness came from Jesus, and celebrate it, mm-hmm. and be thankful for it, and you won't have time to think uh, that. Now, now there is a reality at which the the more righteous our lives are, the more we will enjoy God's blessings. But they will not change our status or our address.
0: No, that speaks to your last point. Right? Yes. We're, we're going to get these seven things that you listed.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. You get those. Um, well, what what do you mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before I get ahead of myself. Uh, the point of like uh, one of the
0: tests as to whether what we're doing is for us to prove our own righteousness or it's empowered by the righteousness of Christ is going to be whether or not we're experiencing drawing near to God and experiencing the perfection of his priesthood. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing true righteousness. We're experiencing the peace that comes from righteousness, as we talked about last week or the week before. Yeah, last week. The light or the illumination, access to God, the unveiling of the future state, joy and glory in the Lord. Yeah. Those don't come about by the self-righteous life.
1: No, no, correct. I mean, there are aspects of that— just so that we're uh, clear, and I think we're on the same page here. Like, there are aspects of that that are given to us in our change of address. Yeah. So initially. we get the righteousness of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like that. That is that is all ours. Past, present, future. That that's ours. We get peace with God. That is that is ours. <clears throat> but the the enjoyment.
0: You're already not yet.
1: Yeah. The enjoyment of that relationship. The enjoyment of walking with Him the blessedness of offspring that want to walk with him, like the, the blessedness of financial prosperity um, or emotional prosperity, right, where our emotions are healthy mm-hmm. or mindful flourishing, where what I mean is our, our minds are clear of thought and able to feast on the rich ideas of God those benefits come from working out that righteousness mm-hmm. and it's that it's that investment you know the less you invest the less you're gonna get man I'm experiencing a lot of that right now on this farm like I've got a lot of money out in investments mm-hmm. that I'm hoping for a big return mm-hmm. but I, what I've realized is like some of the investments I'm making are three and four years down the road mm-hmm. uh you know it's not like you know selling stocks real fast on the stock market for some people they can make tons of money in in a day just yeah. by throwing money in the right stock and and uh, but this is an investment down the road that I'm hoping for a big return on in time I mean I <laughs> I'm not going to get rich on I don't I don't know if you all know this but um you know I can't sell beef for the same price as uh, Walmart can <laughs> I mean, not that what they're selling is actually beef. I mean, mine is. So you're gonna be rich <laughs> in beef. <laughs> That's right. I have a. Burnt, I don't have a thousand huh? cattle on a thousand hills, but I've got like
0: burnt offerings.
1: <laughs> I've got a few <laughs> in a valley. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So just all that to say, but this walk of righteousness does uh, increase the enjoyment. Um, and the blessedness of that life, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, which way are you looking? Are you looking backwards towards by faith in the cross and the resurrection, uh, or are you content to say, "Man, I did a good job." Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm totally cool with saying, "Man, I did a good job." Like that, there's a there's a good there's there's that's fine, as long as your sentence doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. I did a good job because. Mm-hmm. Of the righteousness of Christ that's in me. And men celebrate both sides of that phrase.
0: (laughs) Similar to the passage I had last time. And this we will do if the Lord allows. (laughs) That's right. Uh, That is super helpful. Uh, If I put my stamp of approval on that, that's (laughs) that's my uh, my phrase for that. Uh, That is. That is. Just just by way of help to kind of close us out, um, I thought of a few things yesterday while you were preaching, as you were trying to clarify. Uh, Like this idea of inferior, the law is not bad, right? It's it's just inferior to Mm -hmm. that which is better. And so it it was trying to describe that. It's not like going from like dollar store chocolate to, you know, Ghirardelli. It's like going from Godiva to Ghirardelli, you know? (laughs) That's right. We're talking about degrees of of goodness now. Obviously, it's infinite, I suppose, in Christ, but... Nonetheless, just because something is inferior doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just not as good as the other thing.
1: We live in such a flat, and here's that million-dollar word again: androgynous society, where we, it is everything is of equal ability, equal value, uh, equity, equal or equity among of all. If I'm using that word correctly, Um, and if not then someone else is somehow less human or less valued than other people. So it's hard for us to wrap our minds around saying one thing is less than another thing in some way and not mean that that thing is bad. Mm -hmm. One thing can be less than another thing and still be equally Valuable. valuable. It could equally serve its purpose.
0: Oh, the value it, piece is what happens in our culture is that if I'm less than that means that you're more person than me. Yeah, you're more valuable than me.
1: That's right. So, like, it's a good um, example in Wilson's book on reforming marriage where he says that uh, you know I I think I, I might butcher the example here, but he says the you know the the husband's a little more like a sledgehammer and the wife like a fine china cup <laughs> and if you're wanting to sit... So so if we take that example and we say, you know what? The sledgehammer is inferior to the China cup when it comes to drinking tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you follow our typical logic in this world, then you are saying that that sledgehammer is evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it is less valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, Well, here's the deal. It is less valuable... When it comes to drinking tea, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're using it to like prop yourself up or something, you know, <laughs> uh, like it's less valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're trying to nail in a a uh, hammer in a nail, that's mm-hmm. the china cup is less uh, is less uh, valuable. It's inferior, uh, not less valuable, but it's inferior. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not capable for that task. Mm-hmm. So when we think about the law... It is once. <laughs> the law <laughs> is... Uh, the Old Testament, the Old Covenant law is inferior or less valuable when it comes to changing the heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it, it can't.
1: It can't. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a sledgehammer cannot hold a full mouth of tea that you can drink. (laughs) I mean it can hold a drop and you can lick it you you can can lick it it off. (laughs) (laughs) But cup can drive one nail which kind of which I forget who I was reading, but someone said, you know, the law could could help with a measure of drawing near to God. But it could not change the address permanently. Mm -hmm. So it could allow the priest in for a moment. Mm -hmm. It could bring God's glory into the tabernacle for a moment, Mm -hmm. but it didn't Make God's presence with His people
0: for forever. It's the rest of the uh, aspect of Jeremiah thirty-one. Yeah, like I will be your God, you'll be my people. Yeah, He's gonna be with them.
1: Yeah, so there you go. And Ghirardelli chocolate is better than Godiva, anyways. <laughs> especially, bottle, especially bottle the chocolate bottle. ones. I really uh, sorry the chocolate. It's all chocolate. Especially the Carmel Ghirardellis. Carmel. I love the Carmel Ghirardellis. Yeah, you guys
0: mm-hmm. should remember that for next October.
1: Or or next Sunday.
0: Well, I meant Pastor Appreciation Month. But <laughs> well, that too. It's every Sunday, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other one that I thought of is we were talking about the two different ways that you can take another. And I think you made a joke about me during that, but I wasn't paying attention because I, I was thinking about this. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I think you said I was Googling it or looking at the Greek or something.
1: Oh, I said, so, yeah, I said, I have, Rusty's probably looking this up right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was typing this in. <laughs> um, I, it made me think of the little, you know, British boy at the orphanage when he says, Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> and and in that case, it's, may I have another, you know, gruel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Have another of the same kind.
0: Can I have some, you know, chicken nuggets? That's a different form of another.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of us when we, when we go to the scriptures, if, if our mind is in the realm of just give me another law to do, then we're just simply going back to the scriptures and saying, can I have another of the same kind? But if we go to the scriptures and say. Well Lord, what does it look like for me to walk out this righteousness that you've given me in Christ? Then you're saying to the Lord, can I have another of a different kind? You're saying, Can I have, can I have more of the priesthood of Christ? Yeah. And 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 then in that, you are living in the reality of your address being changed.
0: That's good. Amen. Yeah. I will we'll leave you guys with that. I want to encourage you as always to go know, love, and obey Jesus as Lord overall. We'll see you next week. Yes. Thank you.